Bring on down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined And the men have good taste A subtle joke A touch of class Poured in a tall martini glass Let's swing on down to Ricky's Down to Ricky's place Welcome to Rick's Martini Bar. This is Jerry McCarty here, and ooh, we have a special guest today. One of my favorite, hardest working people I know. We got the lovely Kathy Garver from Family Affair and so many other things we know her from. Hello, Kathy. Hello. How are you doing, Jerry? I am wonderful, and uh, you're always running all over the place. You're, uh, you're in Palm Springs. Yes, I, I have a, a walk uh, on the Walk of Stars in Palm Springs. I, I have a star. Nice. And so um, I'm going to be doing a show where I'm going to chronicle the lives of the 395 stars that Ooh. are currently on the Walk of Stars in Palm Springs. Exciting. And I was signing my new book along with Allison Arngrim, who has her book. She's been on our show. I love her. Oh, she is wonderful. She has the book Confessions of a Prairie Bitch, which is doing very well about her life and times on Little House in yeah. the Prairie. And I didn't have my memoir this time, Surviving Sissy. Oh, yeah. What I have is my very brand new book that just came out called Ex-Child Stars, Where Are They Now? And it, that is a big book. I mean, sometimes you get the celebrity book and it's like a little short thing. This thing is... 300 pages or something like that. And it's, I can't believe all the stars you go through. You go through all of the the lives of, of so many child stars that we know. And uh, it's a great book. Great book. Buy that book. And you can get that on Amazon. You can get it uh, at my website. Go, at go to Kathy's website. What is your website? KathyGarver.com. K A T H Y G A R V E R.com. And in your favorite bookstores, you know, Barnes and Nobles, Books a Million, it's in all the uh, nationwide bookstores. Um, and I had a wonderful co author, Fred Asher, who is a film historian and a fan. I met him in her autograph oh, show, nice. and we just got along very well. And You get along with everybody. Well. Oh, well. <laughs> and why not? <laughs> the, the book itself it takes the shows from the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s. Yeah. Some of our favorite classic television series all the way from Ozzy and Harriet yes. uh, up to Facts of Life, etc. Good. Well, we're going to talk about the book in a little bit, but... We also, it's 2016, which means it's the 50th anniversary of Family Affair, which is so hard to believe because you're like 38 years old. Well, you know, I had a birthday. I'm 39 now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. But, uh, yeah, that's amazing that uh, Family Affair has been, been on since for, for that long, and it's probably never gone off the air. I mean, it's still being shown around around the world. I see it every once in a while. Yeah. Well, yes, it's in Germany, and yeah. uh, w- from uh, CBS, it went to FX, it, then it went to TV Land. Currently, it's on MeTV, yeah. and of course, it's on DVD. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't escape it. And I, I still remember the TV guide with you guys in the umbrellas. Oh, yes. I, I mean, <laughs> it's just weird, the images that are in, in that are entrenched in us, and Sissy's hairdo, and and uh, Mrs. Beasley and all that stuff is just—it's just amazing how much of our lives 
that brings back. So uh, Yes, and Mrs. Beasley is still around through Ashton Drake and on, on my website. There you go. And that cover on the TV Guide was one of the 50 best covers oh, really? that TV Guide ever put out. See? So, you must have been because I remember it. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but we have a lot of things we're going to talk about, and uh, let's just... Talk about family affair for for a second for that thing. Is you you were kind of the sane person in that whole thing. Is I mean you were the big sister, mother, everything. You were kind of the center of that whole thing. Everybody else was kind of all over the place, but but Sissy was like the the steady rock in that whole thing. You think so? Did you do you think that? I think so. Sissy had her <laughs> feet well well grounded. Yeah, and, she knew what uh, she was doing. I mean, even even Uncle Bill got a little weird sometimes. And uh, but the kids were all over the place. And uh, but yeah, Sissy, great character for for you to have. Thank you. And it was you know actually a big part of myself was into that character. And then even for the actors themselves, I mean the kids were little. Yeah. And so they could only work eight hours and three hours were in school and Sebastian was not well all the time so he missed a lot of the days and then Brian Keith who was employed with the Federson method where he only had to shoot 30 days out of <laughs> Fred the McMurray enti- schedule exactly yeah the Fred <laughs> McMurray schedule and just had to shoot that uh, in those days so we were shooting scenes from you know four different shows in one day and so the associate producer John Stevens always said Kathy you were the workhorse of the series. Ah, so Here you... I was, young, 18, healthy, wow. and uh, I could work all hours, so I did. <laughs> That's great. Hey, we have to take a commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk. I want to talk about the book. I want to talk about you growing up in Hollywood. I want to talk about so many things. So we'll be back right after this message at Rick's Martini Bar. Let's swing on down to Ricky's place. The girls are refined and the men have good taste. Hi, this is Kathy Garver and I'm at Rick's Martini Bar. That's right, Kathy. And I'm Jerry McCarty here. And it's so nice to have Kathy here because she also does voice work and she knows how to talk into a microphone, which is <laughs> very rare. You, it's, it's funny. You would think that people in show business would know how to do that well. But did you have to train when you started doing voice work? I did indeed. And even when I first started Family Affair and I was doing an interview and someone would, you know, kind of shove a mic in my mouth, I said, well, what what is that? And I was, it's kind of nervous. Um, But then... Um, I graduated with, from UCLA, but my degree was in speech and psychology, and my master's was in theater art. They really didn't teach voiceover. Yeah. So I learned how to use the mic, and I've done recorded over 60 audio books. I have uh, Audi Awards, four of them. I've done five animated series. Wow. Oh, of course, Spider-Man. Uh, yes. Famous for fi- Spider-Man. Yes, Firestar. Firestar. When Spider-Man and Spidey's his amazing friends. friends. I had a little booth in the basement. Well, it was actually the downstairs part of our split-level home, and 
um, so I had the, the booth, and then my engineer would come. Wow. I was away for about two weeks one time, Jerry, and I came back. All of a sudden, I find my booth in the garage. <laughs> I said, what happened? What happened to my booth? Well, my uh, 25-year-old son had dismantled the booth oh. because he wanted the whole downstairs area, and we uh, assembled it in the garage. So, well, thank you, honey. That was nice of you. Could have asked Mom if I wanted to have my booth in the garage, but, uh, yes. Hey, uh, just uh, talk, you, uh, you kind of brought something up that I remember, too, about Sissy, which was that back when Family Affair first came on, there were a lot of these theater actors that projected, right? And you were probably one of the first kind of natural, not overacting <laughs> for people. I mean, because a lot of the television was the... I love Lucy time where it's, you you know, a lot of people that were just really overacting. Did you consciously do that or was that just Kathy Garver? It was um, looking and observing. I I had already taken a lot of theater and, and I had worked ever since I was like seven years old. But when I got on the series and was doing it every day, I would observe the way that Sebastian Cabot oh. approached his part and Brian Keith. But now Sebastian who had a total theater background and also had difficulty learning his lines, would take the weekend and learn every single line, go over the dialogue, coach, get his character, yeah. and then come. Brian Keith, on the other hand, would come that day and say, okay, what do we have today? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, let's go. Yeah, yeah. So he was very moment-to-moment, and Sebastian came from a very big scene study. So mine was an amalgam of both of them. Right. So I adopted them. And you're right, that's an interesting observation that you had because we all, I think it was a very natural very real yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of show definitely definitely well let's talk about your book ex child stars I love that book where are they now and you go through so many of them and you personally know a lot of these people, right? Because just from the years in Hollywood, and you worked on a lot of shows. Yes, it was interesting doing this particular book because um, I didn't have to conduct a whole bunch of interviews. I would have been with a lot of them just over dinner chatting, and yeah. I know them or having a drink or some coffee or tea with them or working them uh, on a set. So I knew them personally. Yeah. So it was much easier to write about them, like Patty Duke, who is on the cover in poor patty you know yeah. i she also wrote the foreword for my second book um surviving sissy um so i knew them and as well then i added ballast by doing research and finding out some other right. things of right. course as did my co-author fred um but i think that's what makes it even more approachable yeah. the book itself what's great about that book is it's just so many of them i mean it's, it's one of those things that you start reading a story and it's like Two or three more. <laughs> yes. Two or three more, and then I'm going to skip back to work. <laughs> and, uh, and you just read it, but it's, it's I mean, it's, uh, it's not like overly long. It's page per story almost, right? And, yes. And uh, it's, it's very readable uh, and just, just, just uh, interesting. Uh, anything, did you learn anything when you were going through researching it about any people? Oh, I did. And I was going to say, I like it too because it has large font. Yes. And it's, it has nice pictures in there as well. 
And I did learn, and at the end of the book is like a summation of why some of the child stars were able to really succeed and follow their heart and um, and, and do so well, like Patty or Ron Howard or right. uh, some of those. And some, you know, unfortunately got on drugs or, you know, were depressed and... Yeah. And why yeah, yeah. were they not able to make the transition? And that's what you'll find out in the book. Yeah. And I, I think Ron Howard, probably a lot like you, is that Ron Howard had that Andy Griffith mentor where, you know, you find somebody on the set and just do what they do. And I know I know Ron Howard's dad was an actor, too, and his brother is an actor. But um, I think it's good to have those good examples, you know, on the, yes. on, on the set. Yes, like Alison Arngrim, I did a signing with her in, in Palm Springs. And she said Michael Landon on Little House on the Prairie was just wonderful. And, and he emphasized education to those kids yeah. and, and good values. And they all came out pretty well. Melissa Gilbert was oh, on yeah. the show. And, yeah, they That's did will, real well. That's great. And uh, um, just, uh, oh, it's commercial time again, unfortunately. We have to take another commercial, and then we come back. I have so much stuff I want to talk to you about, so many questions. But we'll talk more when we return at Rick's Martini Bar. Let's swing on down to Ricky's place. Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. We are back at Rick's Martini Bar. This is Jerry McCarty with the lovely Kathy Garver, who stopped by the Martini Bar. Kathy, thank you for being here again. My pleasure. And we are talking about your book, Ex-Child Stars, Where Are They Now? And you also have a book called Surviving Sissy, which people can get uh, by going to your website or going to Amazon. But let's talk about some of the, the people in your book again. Is uh, one of my favorite shows back then, too, around the same time as, as Family Affair, was Lost in Space. And and those people, Billy Moomy and Angela Cartwright, were kind of like you that were on a lot of shows. You were on a lot of shows before you ended up on Family Affair, right? Right. Angela started out on the Danny Thomas show. Right, right. And Angela and her sister Veronica, we both had the same agent, Hazel McMillan, who started out as an agent because her daughter, Gloria McMillan, whom I also profile in this book was on Armis Brooks. Wow. And, you were on Armis Brooks. And I was, that was one of the very first shows I did wow. because, uh, well, her mom got me on this show. A lot of those early television uh, series started out as radio shows like Ozzy and Harriet yeah. and, um, well, Gunsmoke and uh, the uh, Armis Brooks. Right. So um, Angela was on that one and then she segued uh, to Lost in Space yeah. and did the wonderful movie. Uh, Sound, of Sound of Music, and she has found a very nice life. She's got two kids, and um, there are some of the child stars that came out okay. We're having uh, another book, my co-author Fred Asher and I, that will give the 12 stories of how some of the ex-child stars that we know and love really, you know, hung on and became big stars, and then some of them that didn't quite make it, and why. Right. I, I think there's a little bad rap in there because I, the people that we interview on this show are just all, they just seem all so comfortable in their own skin and just really happy. And maybe we're just lucky. I don't know. But but it just seems like, like you know, generally there's a, a feeling that if you were a child star, you were abused and are fighting demons, but not always. No, and that isn't true. I think that the media has given a lot of, 
the child stars a bad rap right. and, and kind of everybody then that was ever a child star wears that mantle. But I, it isn't true. There are so many of them, like Tony Dow and Jerry oh, yeah. Mathers and Stan and Barry Livingston, that had wonderful families right. that were able to support them and um, not spend all their money. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of them kept off drugs. What a concept. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, speaking of drugs. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I always want to ask you this. And you've been on our show how many times? Four times now? Thank you I very much so. for doing that. I love it. I'm amazed you keep coming back. <laughs> the, uh, uh, but but besides being in this iconic television show, you went to UCLA at probably one of the most iconic times for UCLA with, with John Wooden and basketball. And you were a cheerleader, right? Yes. And that was at the time when I would go up and I would see this basketball player and I, I would just look, you know, at his waist and then keep going up. And that was, at the time, Lou Alcindor, <laughs> who then changed his name to Kareem Jabbar. Yes. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, greatest Laker of all time. And, uh, yeah, that's great. And, and John Wooden, best coach of all time. I love reading his books. If that period in the and you lived in Los Angeles to yes, do that, right? right. What was Los Angeles like? Oh, it was beautiful. Place? At that time, Westwood Village was really still a village. Uh-huh. And uh, UCLA was a gorgeous campus. Now, of course, it's it's like a city. Right. I mean, if I went there now, I would be lost. I'm like, well, where do I go next? I mean, it was bad enough for a 17-year-old trying to make right. it my way from the dorm, you know, to my classes to Reber Hall. Right. Um, but it has just grown and grown. And it was, it's a wonderful institution. Um and at that time, too, we didn't have, like, protests and everybody saying, well, he didn't look at me right, and he doesn't like the <laughs> color of my hair. And so this is my list of, of things that we want changed, or we're going to fire you as a president. I said, oh, please, grow up. Get back to work. Do your studies. You know, we didn't have that. There was a protest, I remember this vividly, of a group of students that said, we want free speech. We want free speech. And then I'm thinking to myself, and I'm doing a counter thing, I said, well, we have free speech. What enables you to protest, I want free speech, because we already have it. You know, so sometimes these young students just don't quite think things through. But you saw that you saw from when you started at UCLA to when you left UCLA, hair length on dudes probably went down about four inches, right? Yeah, they had longer hair than I did. <laughs> Yours was all up in the air back then. You had the big beehive or whatever. What was that yeah. hairdo that Sissy had? Well, she went through, you know, a lot of different hairstyles. You know, it was a page boy, then it was a flip, uh, and then it was a side ponytail. A lot of dippity-doo did you use? <laughs> yeah. And I sang it, too. <laughs> and then finally, then, the fifth year of Family Affair, I uh, decided I was going to cut all my hair off. Uh-huh. So then I had short hair. Lost the power. Like full afro. That would have been cool. Sissy <laughs> <Yeah, right. laughs> with an afro. The, uh, but uh, well, we're at the end of our time, so let's get all your plugs in again. Your website kathygarver.com? Correct. Correct. So go there. You can probably learn everything you need to know about Kathy Garver. But your, her books, two of them now? Or, uh, I have three, three of them, of them. actually. The too, yeah, right? the Family Affair Cookbook is on my website and on Amazon as well as Surviving Sissy, my Family Affair of Life in Hollywood, and this brand new one, which is X Child Stars, where are they now? All on my website, Amazon, X Child Stars in your favorite uh, book retailer. 
Sounds great. You can like me on Facebook or and uh, tweet me if you'd like. Your Twitter handle is just Kathy Garver? Yes. Find her on Facebook, Kathy Garver. Find her on Twitter, Kathy Garver. I can never Fireball. change my name. There you go. <laughs> So thank you for being with us, and uh, we will let you get back up to your to the Bay Area where your home is. Thanks for stopping by and joining us for the lovely Kathy Garber. My name is Jerry McCarty. Thanks for being with us, and join us next week for Rick's Martini Bar. Let's swing on down to Ricky's Place, where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. A subtle joke. A touch of class Poured in a tall martini glass Let's swing them down To Ricky's down